and welcome to the Razzball Football Podcast. This is your host, Jay, coming to you not live as usual from the district. With me, I have T-Hole Bedick, my one and only T-Hole, and I also have Unbreakable MB, Matthew Bowe. How are you guys doing? I'm doing, I'm doing wonderful. It is a pleasure to be back here. I can't express enough how irritated the witch of a partner I've been working with lately, making it so it's impossible for me to even be. I don't even think you can call me a full-fledged co-host anymore. I'm embarrassed. I'm sad about it. I'm happy to be back today making Razzball great again today on the uh, podcast. And Matt, he's really cool too, so go to <laughs> I'm doing pretty good myself. Uh, the world's still here. Uh, Donald Trump barely. is going to be president. It's barely. It's, yeah. That's some. I mean, yeah. Teal social I, media is not happy, but we're we're all still here. So yeah, we're we're still here. I mean, he's not actually president yet, which you know. Um, yeah, I think everyone's pretty much fatigued out of election uh, mode. It gracefully came to an end. Not exactly the end that people were hoping for. Um. I've actually, I've, all my friends, you know, all of my elitist friends uh, message me. I think this is what all of us did, everyone who lived on the coast. I think that's how I define it, you know. Um, people were texting each other, like, how could this happen or what happened? And, I mean, it was pretty simple to see. It's, you know, the math is right in front of us. It was, it came down between educated whites and non-educated whites. Even, even educated whites, the, the... The difference in vote wasn't was actually pretty low on the lower end than I was expecting. But it, it the the hero of this election, if you want to call it that, um, was of course the uneducated white uh, turnout, which was higher than I. I don't know if it's historic or not, but it was definitely unprecedented. And you got to let them in, educated white. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I don't know what else to call them. I mean, that's the label that they were given. I don't want to say it as a negative i think rudy and i discussed no, it last week no it's not a negative right um and i call myself elitist as as a knock just because you know i'm i'm one of those guys i'm college educated i do arugula you know um mm. this is what bugs me though you know i was mentioning it like what are we gonna do what are we gonna do and i tell my friends like you know what if if you're you know they live here in dc and virginia which you know at least the locations we live in they're bastions of progressiveness i mean we None of this will touch us. You know, I, I tell them, like, me, for instance, I'm, you know, uh, a youngish uh, single male. Uh, I'm half white, which is white enough because my other half is Korean. So my skin tone is of the proper color to a lot of people. Um, you know, I own property. I own a small business and I'm doing that. To be honest, the Trump presidency will do wonders for me. I'll get lower taxes. Um, health insurance is not an issue for me. Um, I know T hole, you, you have your work and I know that you're, you have a strong foundation over in Washington. You're also in a liberal bastion up there. So nothing will happen to you no matter through a Trump presidency. But I, I do, I just want to say, I do feel a little bit bad for those who will be affected by this. I'm talking about the, you know, the, the minorities that are, uh, you know, not treated as fairly as one would like, um, the the climate change issue is very important to me. Um, I think I would say I voted in a way where I want the world and I want the country to go. Obviously, a lot of people disagree with that, but that's fine. I just feel sad that the people who need the most help, which are also the uneducated whites, uh, as we labeled earlier, they're the ones who are basically screwing themselves over. Because I think it's a fact. That's that... who we need to deport. Right. Well, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, <laughs> Damn. 
you know, I'd like to say they are Americans too. And, you know, I, I'm privileged to have Teal here who is an admitted um, libertarian. I have the unbreakable MB who is uh, admitted. I, I would call you, would you call yourself a Republican or conservative? Like what, what would you label yourself? Uh, I, I'm more of a libertarian, uh, okay. but yeah. I, I, I actually, I, I voted conservative this go around. Okay. Um, so you did vote for Trump. I, yeah. I would have liked to see Gary Johnson, uh, okay. in the, de- in the debates or at least, uh, making a little bit of headway before I, I used my vote towards okay. him. But yeah. And that's totally fine. Like I said, you know, we've had you on the show before and we've talked about this. So, um, as a Trump voter, like everything that I just said, obviously I'm not coming at you like, Hey, what's up, bro? Let's fight. Um, yeah, yeah. But you know everything I said. Do you do you kind of see where I'm coming from uh, in the least, and why I would have certain, uh, I would say certain issues with the way that he might run the country. Is, is that something that you thought about during your vote? Is that something that you can look past, or is it something like will you it's, bring something else to the table for us that that you? It, it's do? it's definitely something that I did look past because I think things would have been worse with Hillary. Mm. Um, I. I don't think she's done a good job as a secretary of state um, in her, I don't know, was as Trump says, 30 years of politics. Right. Um, I don't agree with much that she stands for. Which is totally um, fine. These are all legitimate points I want to point out. You know, I, I don't like her hawkishness. I, I think we can agree on that. T-Hole, I think you're the same, right? The hawkishness would probably bother you. Libertarians are generally, I mean, I wouldn't call them pacifists, but they, they're non-intrusion type of foreign policies, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I do, my problem my, my problem with her is more just like she just did nothing really to me that like captivated me. Like I was like the anti-Trump like from day one the whole time. I thought it was a total joke. Every debate, I'm like, why are people saying this guy's winning debates? He's literally not giving me any like real information about how or what he's actually going to accomplish. He doesn't seem to know anything about policies. And then I found myself leaning towards the Trump towards the end because she has just done nothing to interest me in any way or bring me in uh, financially. I would lean conservative, and then but just yeah, like some of the stuff like global warming, like how these some of these conservatives have refused to acknowledge things like global warming or just some of their uh, not pro- not progressing on certain things, which seems yeah. so elementary to me is so from what you're saying here, that's, Teals, that's the you, sad thing about the party you're a trump voter too then is that correct i actually didn't vote oh, okay so <laughs> you're a washington <laughs> voter is what i call them so um okay so one, one more one more thing I sure mean, man he called the shot like he called a shot he was going to win the republican nomination and i mean he, he proved media wrong and i'm not sure. saying i'm not saying that's a good or bad thing but i mean yeah. he, I'm not. I'm not sure if it's a litmus test I hold to my leaders, but yeah, no, I, I mean it's fair. I enough. am impressed. I said. I said kudos to him. Right. On my Rasmus post today. I mean, I am shocked. I mean, I thought he was going to lose all the way around. I said it a million times. Everybody I talked to, I would have bet literally my life right. against like five grand. This guy would not be the president. All right. So my I, I my bet it all. My limit for politics was going to be ten minutes. We've passed that. So I, I would only okay. say. All right. Um, as Matt pointed out, it's not the end of the world. It's true. I can communicate with the Trump voter, you know, very cordially. Uh, there's no hate here. I would only mention as the last point that a Trump presidency will be easy on us. I think that was my overwhelming point because 
we find ourselves in situations that will benefit most from his presidency. I think the difference is, is I think about the hardships that non-white people will feel during this presidency, which I think will be glossed over, which is, I think, a sad thing. Um, moving away from the election, I did want to move to sort of something um, uh, politics-related, but it's football-related, too, I promise you. It's actually the proposition in San Diego which failed. I did want to cover it just a little bit because I am the local Chargers fan, and I know how I feel about it. I I can pretty briefly say that I'm a little disappointed, but I understand that San Diego made it known that they're not ones to say, yes, we'll let, you know, we'll pay for a stadium where when a billionaire should instead. I appreciate that. I think it should be the status quo. I don't think any billionaires have any business uh, going into a city and making people pay uh, for that. But it's kind of a mixed bag just because, I really dislike the fact that San Diego was the first city to say it like that. Where were all the other cities who didn't get run over by ownership just because, you know, they couldn't handle being without a football team? This should have not been allowed from the start. This type of deals, stadium deals, the licensing packages. Anybody can Google this stuff about, you know, the inside outs of what it means to build a football stadium in a city. But it really is disastrous if you look at it from an economic standpoint, if you look at it from a city development standpoint. Um... That being said, do you guys see it, at least from an outside perspective? What do you guys think happen next? Do you think there's going to be another vote? Do you think Chargers move to L.A.? Uh, what, what's your guys' take on that? Well, I think you have to get rid of the – what is it, a stadium uh, slash convention center idea that they were trying to push across? Yeah, it's it's – it's it's kind of like a roadmap that they want to follow because that's how they got Petco built because they promised they would redevelop uh, the gas lamp quarter, which is near the convention center. And now they're trying to approach this as like, well, we did 50% of downtown, so let's do the other 100% by making you pay for it. So, Yeah, I, I just don't know if, if the desire is there to keep the Chargers in San Diego. I, I know uh, char- the diehard Chargers fans like you, and I, I've got a couple friends that are Chargers fans like – Right. They're some of the best. They're some of the best football fans in football, and they they know their stuff. Um, but I, as far as uh, an expanding fan, well, to fan be fair, base, we don't we don't know enough not to switch our teams. I mean, if you were, a Chargers, right. it's a little hard, man. <laughs> oh, I, I know. I'm a Bucks fan. It's it's horrible. Oh, okay, yeah. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I I'd like to see him stay in San Diego. The beautiful is wet, or the, I'm sorry, the weather is beautiful. Uh, it seems like a great place to play football, but uh, yeah, I hope you guys get another vote. Yeah, T Hole, what do you think, man? You think Chargers stay? Yeah, I would love for them to stay. I mean, it's a great area. It would have they're going to get a Super Bowl there probably every five years when that's going down. There's no better city in America. It's the number one place to live in the country. Trust me, you know that. I know that. I think the polls show that. That's what it is. There's, it's a perfect place to host these kind of events. Okay, get a bunch of money back that way. But, yeah, I mean, the hotel tax thing, it seems like it's a quite a, a, a large raise there in comparison to some of the other ones I've seen. So I'm just confused as how they're – it's like, does the owner really even want to stay there is the point where I'm getting – and then if not, are they just – Stall, is, are they just stalling because that LA stadium isn't open anyway yet? I, I'm not sure what's going on. I I hope they stay, uh, but that stadium is absolute garbage. So they can't stay if they're not going to do a new stadium. They just can't do it. And fans are probably starting to 
become annoyed and then they're going to go away anyway. So, you know, they very well could end up there in L.A. I mean, that's a very uh, distinct possibility and I'm leaning towards that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I get the feeling that they're kind of biding their time until they see how the market reacts to the Rams and they can make their financial, uh, financial, um, I guess, assumptions on that because I'm not sure – uh, how they react to like a city sharing two football teams? I think New York is the only other uh, roadmap for that, but um, it it should be interesting. I I've I've long said that even if they move to LA, I'll still root for them just because I'm one of the lucky ones who's lived in LA just as long as I've lived in San Diego. So it <laughs> you know it doesn't really matter to me. I've lived in both places, so I can root for both of them pretty easily. Um, I'm probably one of the few. Actually, you know what? San Diego and Los Angeles switches back and forth a lot between people, so. I did, you know, sticking with LA, let's go ahead. The next topic is, I think just recently on Twitter, Chris Carter, and I don't want that people to assume that I follow Chris Carter. I don't. Um, (laughs) There are many other people I'd rather follow on Twitter than Chris Carter, but he did give an explanation of why Jared Goff isn't playing yet. And uh, his, his quote is, the guys know he can't play. They messed this pick up. So that's that's some wow. That's, that's a hot, take. Yeah, that's a take. That's a hot take. Uh, what, what's your guys is on this? Because I kind of get the feeling now, Teal. You and I, we have a mutual. Uh, I think we we feel the same way about Jeff Fisher and that organization. I think uh, I don't know about you, Matt. I don't. I know we haven't talked about LA much, but what, what's your take on this? I feel like this is just kind of bluster. I don't know. Um. Well. Okay, you you gotta you gotta show your fans that he can't play. If that if that's what uh, I mean, all we have to go off of is hard knocks and practice. I mean, you use your number one pick, you you put him in, you see what he can do, and the fans and the team, the uh, the coaching staff, it can all be mutual that either a he has some potential or b he can't play. But you're three and five right now. Um, I know eight. Eight and eight, nine and seven might have a possibility to make it into the playoffs, uh, depending on your tiebreaker situation and whatnot. But it does eight and eight doesn't mean Super Bowl contender. So uh, give him the last eight games and see what you have. See if you have something to build on. Yeah, you know, T hole. Uh, you watch college football, man. I, I don't watch college football much. What, what did you think of golf? I, I don't know if I've ever asked you. Yeah, I mean, I watched them a little bit out here on the west side with the Pac-12. Pac-12 after dark, they call it. I was just on the east coast, so I got a little, or not on the east coast, kind of mid-south Louisiana, wherever, whatever that's considered. I don't know. All I know is football, the Husky Cal, <laughs> Cal game. I was sitting there at a bar at like midnight, and it was like halftime. And I was like, people actually do this on a weekly basis? I'm confused. But, um, yeah, out here it's great because you just get football at all normal hours of the day. But, yeah, he was great. I mean, the problem is it's the spread offenses, so you never really know how it's going to translate. Uh, but he looked great. I mean, he's been great for a while. I mean, people thought this guy's going to be a star. He didn't look terrible on hard knocks. I mean, that's kind of the only place I've really seen him. He didn't look terrible, so I'm confused as what the problem is because you couldn't be much worse at the QB spot. They're not scoring any points. So if they're not turning over to him in this day and age when teams go with their rookie quarterbacks earlier than ever, this isn't – 2001 anymore where they sit their rookie quarterback whether they're the number one overall pick for a whole year or whatever the people just don't do that anymore so that is a very bad sign jeff fisher gladly they um we're all lucky 
they didn't extend them like they said they were going to, him and the GM, because they both honestly deserve to be fired. It's not looking good. And if Carter heard that from some, some players that are on that team, then, you know, maybe there's some truth to that. And that is quite disappointing considering uh, Wentz looks obviously better. I mean, he struggled lately. Dak, I mean, you could have not done the trade and taken like a Dak like in the third round and not given up the more, the future on all these draft picks. I mean, it just looks real bad. Yeah, I'm always I'm always mystified by how different quarterbacks or rookie quarterbacks, you know, kind of are built differently. I guess is like you know you take Russell Wilson for example, and then you know like you said Dak and uh, these guys seeing some success in their first years, or in I guess Russell Wilson's case, uh, stardom along with uh, Kaepernick, I guess can fit in there too. And then you have guys like Aaron Rodgers and Philip Rivers and even Peyton Manning, who kind of took a back seat for a little bit until they established themselves. Uh, you know, Rivers behind um, uh, Drew Brees and uh, Aaron Rodgers behind Brett Favre. I always find it interesting. It seems to me that quarterbacks are the toughest to gauge. They obviously have more. Uh, I don't know what to call it. I don't want to call it. Uh, they, I, they're there with the players. The organization knows their players the best, or at least you'd have to assume so. But you know what you're getting at, T. Hole, the fact that the Rams have shown nothing but just profound mediocrity, uh, and that that's a Jeff Fisher trait. I would I would call it. <laughs> um, so it, it's no surprise that something like this wouldn't work out. Although we don't know, we're just basing it off of Chris Carter's word. In which case, you know, I don't. I've, who knows what – I don't even know why he's talking about this matter specifically, uh, where he gets the inside info. Um, but, you know, it's, it's just something to talk about. I did – before we get to the next topic, before I forget, I did want to mention one of our sponsors, SeatGeek, SeatGeek.com. If you get, want tickets for something, Teal has used them to buy tickets for God knows what. Katy Perry, most likely, I'm assuming, T-Hole. Yeah, he answered yes, by the way. Exactly. <laughs> Katy Perry – is a stunning woman i i'm shocked her um going for hillary and her 75 million twitter followers i'm more of a lady gaga person anyhow but yeah if you go to seatgeek.com you get 20 dollars after first purchase they are better than Ticketmaster. trust me they don't charge you any of the hidden fees any of that um mumbo jumbo to bring a term from believe me force gump i think yeah believe me <laughs> My God. Uh, the next four years are going to be interesting. Um, so, oh, that reminds me. Uh, Matt, you yes. said you follow uh, the Bucks, and that's your team. Y- yes. Can, can you kind of illuminate? I know that um, Doug Martin is coming back soon. Uh, what, what's going to happen today, there? yeah. Yeah, what's going to happen there? Is he? Are, should we just forget about everyone else? Is this the Doug Martin train again, or is there going to be split uh, snaps? Like, what, What's your take on the situation? I'm not dropping Peyton Barber. You can go ahead and probably drop Mike James if you were holding on to him as like a the eighth string handcuff or whatever, <laughs> wherever we're at with yeah. the Bucks running backs. Right. Uh, I, I always say that hamstring injuries are interesting. Um, they tend to linger. He could uh, take 10 snaps and aggravate it uh, this upcoming week. So I'm I would hold on to Peyton Barber, but as far as – whether I'm going to play Doug Martin, I'm playing Doug Martin and um, I'm expecting him to be the Doug Martin that he was um, last year um, as long as he's healthy. So yeah. T-Hole, but, uh, 
Same question for you, man, but this time with the Seahawks. Like, you, you have intimate knowledge of that situation. Unfortunately, that's a situation you probably don't want intimate knowledge of. But what what's going on with Rawls? What's going on with the ineffectiveness with um, C-Mike? What's up with ProSize getting some carries? Uh, like, he's the... Well, granted, there were only, like, five rushing attempts that one game. But what, what's your take on this situation? It looks like a mess, man. Yeah, it's, it's really quite odd. I was just talking my friend about that today i'm like what the hell is going on with the? i mean what's the problem with the c mike thing like you know the week before against the saints like he had three carries in the first half like it makes no sense i mean you're going against the saints a horrible defense and you have three carries like i mean i don't know what's happening and then the second half he started you know breaking a few off there when they let him actually run and then this week i mean i don't know i mean it's another close game they're throwing the ball reasonably well uh so I, I, there's really no explanation. I mean, I think Rawls, this just makes me believe that when Rawls does come back in a couple of weeks, possibly that he's probably going to be the go-to guy. I don't think they believe ProSize is a guy that's going to get them 15 carries or anything. But I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Michael is slipping back into old habits. Maybe he's pissing him off again. Maybe he hasn't uh, turned the corner like they thought mentally. I'm not sure. I'm kind of surprised. I mean, obviously the O-line. It's not that great, so maybe they're just more comfortable chucking the rock right now. But it's it's really obviously a situation to avoid if you can. Although I don't know, I don't know what's going to go down this week. This is interesting. It's New England here. I think I mean Michael is still technically startable, I guess, in a twelve-team league uh, in a flex spot or something like that, or a third running back spot. But it's obviously a little dicey. Yeah, especially you... since oh, sorry. No, no, please, um, please. Especially since he, he – what, is he on the field for like four or five snaps in the second half? I mean, I really needed him to come through in the second half and score me some points, uh, but it was C.J. Procise the whole time. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on there. I don't know if he did something to screw up. I mean, I watched the whole thing. I mean, I don't think he didn't cop up a fumble. I don't, I don't understand really what's going on there. Maybe he's just missing holes, and uh, they're just not happy not with like what he's... they're seeing out of him. Yeah, it's not like he's getting any help from that offensive line at all. Right. Yeah, a fun stat for you too, T-Hole. Um, you, I'm not sure if you know this one or not, but I just read here that the most accurate NFL quarterbacks this season uh, by completion percentage are Tom Brady at number one, Drew Brees at number three, and your boy, Russell Wilson, number two. I never thought I'd say that. <laughs> Russell Wilson is number two he's in number accuracy two. right now? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised. I mean, I'm just surprised, am, but the man. lack of, I never, like... I never thought he was that accurate, to be honest, but he's grown. I mean... It's very... The reason he's not, like, elite, elite this year is, like, you know, the best... You know, I think he's got the talent to be the best quarterback in the NFL. I truly do. I just think these injuries or whatever have stopped the running. You can see the running statistics are, like, disgraceful. Like, right. he's behind, like, Tom Brady in rushing, who, by the way, missed four games and, like, doesn't run. And Russell Wilson has averaged, what, 500 yards a season or something like that and at, like, 20 yards through, like, a game. I mean, the injuries have really screwed up and taken that part of this game away, which sucks. But uh, hopefully with these weapons kind of picking it up, Lockett kind of hopefully – uh, is fully healthy here, and then Jimmy Graham obviously is soldiering up here for the stretch run, and it's about to get funky out here. Yeah, speaking of funky, that was the best segue I could do. Um, Mike McCarthy <laughs> uh, mentioned today that oh. he, he considers uh, Ty Montgomery now a three-down running back, which 
is good to hear for me, but it also is worrisome because I'm sure Mike McCarthy thinks, you know, James Starks is a three-down running back. Um, but I don't know. What do you, their, their situation is obviously in flux. Uh, the Packers themselves aren't as good as we thought they would be. That rests on the shoulders of Aaron Rodgers, who's uh, very uncharacteristically pretty mediocre, I, I would say. Uh, maybe above average. Uh, even above average from here is still all right, but it's definitely not what we expected. But... This running back situation is unique in that they don't really have a running back, despite what McCarthy says. Uh, Montgomery seems to be a nice little pickup, though. I, I don't know. Do you guys think... I mean, they tried Cobb at running back for a little bit, and he got injured, which is, you know, maybe a good lesson. You don't put your wide receiver behind uh, <laughs> behind five guys and hope for the best. But with Montgomery, it's been working. Um, what's, his, what's his ceiling to you guys? Is he a running back two right now? Can he Can he do better than that? I mean... Is he just a PPR guy? I'm not. I mean, I, I get. I've been asked tons of questions on this dude for the last however many yeah. weeks he's been playing. It's so weird. Back. Like it's I don't like, know where to put him. You know? it, yeah, and it's like all the fantasy dudes are like asking me, like you know, in trades and stuff like, and and just like where to rank him and like that. I'm like, you know, I have no idea. I'm like, if, if and if Starks when Starks comes back, which I'm assuming should be soon. There's no reason, unless he's majorly banged up, that he wouldn't just be their main running back. I mean, realistically, I would assume that every time I've seen Starks play more than limited snaps, he's always produced. I would assume he'd be a top 20 fantasy running back, possibly top 15. If he got 15 to 18 carries a game or whatever, he could go up. But then this mm-hmm. Montgomery thing, I'm like, okay, dude, guy's got like sickle cell. The guy's a receiver. Like, he's right. kind of a gimmick player. <laughs> They've never given him more than, like, I mean, what do you have, like, seven carries this last week, and they're calling him a three-down? Right. Just, I'm like, okay, I get he it. I don't give him 25 it. carries it this week. Make sense. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, I'm just not really comfortable starting him in fantasy unless it's, again, in the, I guess, PPR. So if he's going to get three, four grabs to go along with five to ten carries, you know, there's a chance that he could do something. But, you know, he's not scoring. And it's like, you know, I, I mean, it's a situation I would avoid, and people are coming at me constantly, like, should I trade so and so for Montgomery? And I'm just like, no, I wouldn't. I I kind of see uh, the game last week against the Colts as his basement. Um, he did what he had, he ended up with like seven or so carries, and he only caught four balls or so for 38 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, at the that's got to be that's got to be his. Uh, basement and kind of the bears game is his ceiling because he when he does touch the ball he is making stuff happen he's making people miss uh he's not getting in the end zone which uh i guess with aaron Rodgers as your quarterback that's kind of luck but definitely uh ppr i have him as a running back too and i feel pretty comfortable playing him because of the upside even when starks comes back not when well when starks comes back uh God knows what's going to happen. Yeah, McCarthy has uh, a weird love for yeah. him. I don't know what else to describe it as. I mean, McCarthy if, needs to get his ass fired. Whatever it is, it <laughs> needs a restraining order. I, I don't know if it's love, but it, <laughs> we need, we need I mean, some kind of legal action here. I guess if it's like a 16-team league and you don't have really any other options, he'll probably get some play as a – as a wide receiver, I, I guess, and I guess he's going to get some touches. I, I don't see him being totally phased out of the offense when uh, Starks comes back. Yeah, I find, you know, 
I found it odd just because in the in the Blog Talk Radio League, I think I'm in second place um, with uh, you know uh, Pod Vader. Um, I actually have Ty Montgomery. I picked him up right when Lacey got injured, and his ownership percent is strange in ESPN. It's like high, or it's like low 90s or high 80s or something. And I never I never can start him just because. I mean, he's I I like I enjoy having him as depth, but he hasn't scored in standard leagues anything over like nine points, which is you know an attempted league. I think you want a little bit more from your wide receiver running back, but he's just kind of an odd place for me. I think I think the day, or I think it was a week ago. It was either two weeks ago or a week ago when he was supposed to start, and suddenly they pulled him out. Um, he was he was ranked by everyone, I think, as like number seven wide receiver overall for that game, and I I thought that was especially high. But um, anyhow, uh, another running back I guess we can talk about is uh, I guess sort of PPR uh, um, relevant is Dion Lewis. I I've been getting asked a lot of questions about you know whether to pick him up. Obviously, you should pick him up. I know James White. Who's checking their mail? Who's checking their mail? What's going on? <laughs> Are you driving again, <laughs> T-Hole? That There's... would be me. Yeah, I know. It's always you, T-Hole. Are you, are you seriously reading mail right go. now? Like... <laughs> I, I was in my car and I was like, hmm, what's this paperwork? So you actually were correct. Well, I'm sorry I was boring you down. Wow, that's, that's a good ear. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's what else could it be? It's not like he's swimming or something, you know. Um, who who know, who knows with T Hole? All right, T Hole, you got to answer this since you uh, you're you're checking up on paperwork. Give it to me. You. Yeah, um, Deion Lewis, man, what do you expect? Even with James White and I don't know, their their running back situation is always kind of weird in New England because sometimes yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's another one that people ask a lot of questions on, and it's like impossible, really. And, you know, sometimes people just need to realize, like, you know, there's no actual way for anybody to really call this because nobody really knows. Right. What's well, you got to own happen, him, right? Obviously. Yeah, definitely. I'd own him, and then, but like, you know, people are getting up on the James White thing, and I'm like, you know, he's like okay, but I mean, he hasn't really done anything crazy. Like Lewis last year, when he was healthy, like this guy was highlight factory carving people up. What he was doing was blowing my mind. Like he was insanely good. White is not on that level. Period. People keep comparing it, but it's it's really not. Plus, now they have more weapons than ever before, though. So, I mean, now they got two tight ends. Now they added another white receiver to their trio there. Edelman's having <laughs> a down year, but, I mean, that's probably more to do with having more guys out there. Now they got Hogan still and Amandala, and then so and then you got two tight ends. I mean, it's just a lot of people to feed the rock with, you know what I'm saying? So even when, if Lewis comes back, one, they probably want to keep him healthy for the stretch run, and they're not going to just bring him in a full load immediately. And, um They've been fine with Blenheim, and I'm not expecting, again, I don't really own him anywhere. He should be owned just to see kind of what happens. I'm not expecting the world out of him, though. I mean, I, I, I really don't really know. Maybe compare him to like a, uh, maybe like the, the guy in the Raiders everybody's hyped on, DeAndre Washington. I mean, if he's not going to get in the end zone, like I don't, I don't know what really he's going to do. I have to see him. We haven't seen him healthy yet this year. We have no idea. I'm not going to pretend like I do, but all I'm saying is there's a lot going on there in New England. It's hard to predict you're going to get anything out of anyone there other than Gronk right now. 
Yeah, uh, the one guy that I want out of the Patriots backfield is it's LeGarrette Blunt. That's the only one I want to put in my lineup. Uh, he's just a touchdown machine despite his two yards per carry or like 30 carries per game for like 40 yards or whatever it was uh, the last couple weeks. But he's getting in the end zone. He's getting fantasy points, and he's going to stay on the field. Uh, he's definitely a Belichick guy. So uh, I'm not going to touch Deion Lewis. I don't have him anywhere. All right. I think I think in PPR, I would say uh, we could see some things. It's so, like T-Hole mentioned, there, there's just a cornucopia of options there. We're getting late in the year. I think a lot of leagues are getting prepped for playoffs in the next, I forget what week it is. I think it's week 12, um, if I'm not mistaken, for most leagues. But, um, you know, I did just to oddly kind of switch topics again. I, I did want to talk a little bit. Um, about Jordan Howard or the or the Bears situation, obviously Langford has not been the answer. I thought he would be the answer. I thought he was a great kind of under the ra- I wouldn't say under the radar, but he was kind of. I, I like to tar- I like targeting him along with Rawls. Uh, both obviously did not work out. But do you guys think Howard is now kind of a safe play? Even though, you know, the I think two games ago he kind of put up nothing, but last game, he, he did pretty well against. What was the Minnesota defense that was supposed to be good? I'm not sure what's going on with them uh, turning into cheese clock. But uh, what's your guys' take on, on Jordan Howard? Are you confident? Are you nervous? Are you starting him? Uh, yeah, I'm starting Jordan Howard, especially with Cutler back. Um, I think having I, th- I think Cutler's a better quarterback than uh, Hoyer, despite uh, the, that little three-game stretch Um where Hoyer had 300 yards, but uh, I just think he's better for the bears for the rest of the season. I think he's more of a threat uh, that you don't stack the box against him. Um, I think Howard should have some room to make some plays, but um, I'm a little disappointed in uh, Langford. I invested pretty heavily in him this season. uh, Just like you were saying, Jason. So yeah, yeah, I I wish I had Howard, but I don't. (laughs) I did too. I, I think T Hole liked him a lot too. T Hole, did were you on the Langford uh, bus this year? Oh heck yeah! I probably had him. I probably had him ranked higher than probably just about ninety five percent of the, the people in fantasy pros to start the season. Yeah. I wanted to believe in him. I thought he was getting a bad rap, and everybody was complaining about the drop passes or whatever. And I'm like, I don't know. He looked pretty good to me. But uh, Howard, Howard to me quickly showed me that he's a superior. NFL running back to me like he looks like the real deal to me he looks like a steal and uh he looks like a hot man if I'm there I'm making Langford more change pace and third down back all right you know this is usually the moment where we we talk about some cool or fun stuff or whatever just random topics not like the podcast is and we usually just go random uh for the entire podcast even though I try to keep it focused I usually fail because I'm too busy pontificating about politics and other stuff but i did i haven't caught up on westworld i know we talked about westworld um a few episodes ago uh that was the one where t-hole you kind of got cut off and then you had to you ran away or something or you're driving somewhere uh as usual but i haven't caught up i've just been too busy um with work so we'll skip that i i did want to i i didn't ask you guys beforehand but i did want to ask you guys just i i just watched it so i just wanted uh, to kind of get your read on it, I, I watched the new X Men movie. You know the Apocalypse one. Finally, um, did you guys watch that at all? Am I? 
Mm-hmm. I, I I haven't. I just watched it like a, I watched like like uh, about two three weeks ago. I think I was I was sick or something, or maybe I swung by my parents' house. They're out of town or something, and I watched like I'm like, oh, I'm gonna hit these pay per view movies up. Sorry, Dad, hit it to the bill. And I hit up like all these movies I hadn't seen yet, like because because I used to see all the uh, all the Marvel movies. I grew up right. loving you know comic book stuff, obsessed with all that kind of stuff. And then so I seen them all, and then lately I've been kind of slipping on movies. So I watched that and like that Captain America movie like back to back, basically. Oh, I and got... I don't know, man. Did you like the know. Captain uh, America I, one? I was just like, oh, get it... me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I never was a. I always hated Captain America back in the day, and I'm like, man, how did? They, and then the first, I've seen all the movies, and I'm like, how did they turn this character into like three movies? Probably yeah. more to come. I mean, I'm just like, God. I mean, with the last one, at least they kind of tried to make it more interesting by adding like you know 60 characters to the, to the movie, which is supposed to be. Right. He's supposed to be like well, the main dude. But, I actually like this. Like, I don't one, know. Uh, with Robert Redford. One with like. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go ahead. I was just mentioning that you know actually. Yeah. I enjoyed the second one. The first. One I don't was even remember it. Yeah. I mean, I don't. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I didn't like the first one. And then the X Men movie, I wasn't. I wasn't a huge fan of the movie. I mean, I, I maybe I don't know what kind of mind state I was in or when I was watching it. <laughs> yeah. Like you know, I was. I wasn't. Uh, we never know that. Overly either. feeling it. I'll say that. Yeah, I thought it was alright. I thought I got a lot of right. black. I only brought Nobody it up because I don't have any. Uh, like recent culture stuff to talk about other than the election and i really don't want to talk about it so um we don't have westworld um what about ghostbusters you guys watch ghostbusters do not the new ghostbusters no you're haven't not seen interested. that's what a donald trump supporter can you give say. us can you tell me if i should watch it or not <laughs> yeah. yeah enough of that actually i Is thought it... the new ghostbusters was pretty good too i think these movies are getting bad raps because i'm usually i'm tough on movies uh in most cases mm-hmm. but I think the thing with Ghostbusters is it's hard to say that you like it without having to defend it for other reasons. You know, like I made, I just made a joke with Matt here about it, but I, I think it gets a rap for being like, I think they expected it to say something about society when it's just kind of a dumb action movie, you know, and I just kind of <laughs> took it as that. I don't, call me crazy. I, 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 I forgot that I, since I'm a Trump supporter, I, I <laughs> God, I would barely, I, I would barely, I'm not even a Trump supporter. I, I mean, just, that's a compliment, I just vote man. against You're Hillary. One, so, yeah. No, no, I, <laughs> you just I make was... it seem like I hate women. No, I mean, Hillary. Well, just your candidate does. That's all. No, um, I'm kidding. I'm, I mean, I'm not. Kidding, I know, but I'm kidding with you. So I want to be more I specific. <laughs> I don't think you hate women. I think all, all, hey, real men love the ladies. You know what I'm saying? But um, and Trump, Trump loves the ladies too. I mean, yeah, a little too much. The pussy. Uh, yeah. Well, to be <laughs> he was really excited clear, about that conversation. To be clear, it could have been that the pussy was so aggressive it attacked his hand. So we just don't know. We'd have to be there. Um, He's the real victim here. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> probably not. But yeah. Anyhow, um, <laughs> I'm all stuff to talk about. I was just. I saw these movies recently. I thought they were better than advertised. I think the Ghostbusters movie was better just because I didn't buy into the whole drama about it. I thought it was just kind of overdone. Uh, as for the movie itself, it's all right. It, it made me laugh at points. Um, I'll tell you what, though. Uh, the chick from Saturday Night Live, you know, the one who does the Hillary Clinton impersonation. Uh, what's her name? Kate, Kate, Katie something or... Um... You know, I had it in the top of my head. Anyhow, I thought I think she's uh, pretty darn good. Uh, well, while you're looking it up, are you guys going to watch Dave Chappelle this weekend? 
I literally don't watch yeah. SNL. That's the thing. I kind of just watch the debate stuff because it was kind uh, of like I don't watch SNL at all either. Yeah. But Dave Chappelle hosting, I'm definitely gonna check it out. Yeah, I'll check it out. I think Chappelle yeah. has been kind of yeah, hard yeah. On That's an interesting Chappelle subject. Man. Yeah. What? Why are you so hard on Chappelle lately, man? Why are you hating on my buddy, my man? Me? Yeah. Because uh, for me, <laughs> I was his biggest fan of all time way before his show, which blew him up ever came out. Right. And uh, I was always a huge fan of his. And then, and I understand that he got overwhelmed or drugs or whatever the case may be, where he disappeared, didn't even do another season or whatever. When he got all the money, could have been a movie star, could have done whatever. Uh, and to me, he's just not funny anymore. Like, he's all big now. It's like he's in the weight room. He's always walking around wearing sleeveless shirts and tank tops and shit. Dude, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Dude, he's like, not as funny to me. Yeah, have you have you seen funny. it? Is he wearing those have you seen him? shirts? He's oh. weird. He's all bulked up. Oh. Like, it's, a, it's like he's not funny to me. Like, Chris Tucker, the other biggest fall off of all time. These two guys are above and beyond insanely more funny than whatever... Uh, Chris Hart or Aaron Hart, whatever. Uh, oh, Kevin Hart. Yeah. His movies are all garbage. Those two guys destroy this guy. Yet there can only be one black comedian, I guess, at once that gets to be in Hollywood. And since it's hey, him right now, that's he, interesting. those other two guys destroyed him, are way better, funnier than him. Yet this guy's making 20 mil per, throwing out garbage. Uh, have so, you yeah, seen. I'm very disappointed in Dave Chappelle. He's not funny to me. Have you seen him do a set or anything? Like a stand-up set? No. no? Just jump to, jump no. to conclusions here? He's just not funny to me anymore. And because of the muscle? Why is he wearing tank tops everywhere? <laughs> what is he doing? It's funny because... It makes you know, no I, sense to me. I've like, seen pictures... doesn't make sense to me. I've seen pictures of T-Hole uh, shredded out with the tank top on his Twitter. But, you know. I still find yeah, you funny, T-Hole. T-Hole. I still find you funny, man. I... That's how much respect I show for you. I mean, I just haven't seen anything funny from him. I mean, a girl I was just talking to did just go to a stand-up when he was here, and she did say he was still funny. But I'll believe it when I see it. And I am interested to see that Saturday Night Live. But Saturday Night Live, by the way, has also been garbage for about 15, 20 years. I definitely don't That's the truth. Well, it's just one of those things that's been around forever. And as the older I've gotten – I mean, I'm not old, but I'm just saying, like, I just – I go to sleep earlier than – then the shows start like and i never it's one of those shows where you don't like oh i gotta go to you and check it out it's just not one of those things that uh is endearing uh for this generation i think but um yeah that's the show just because i really i don't really have much else to talk about um we'll do westworld next week yeah we can't i i would like to catch up on this week um i did buy plenty of wine uh for the coming end of the world um it probably won't yeah, end. I'm it'll just like it'll be hat. like fifty percent end. You know, it'll just be kind of like fire and mayhem, but like the the plague. There probably won't be a plague. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to trying to guess. Dude, how, dude, I was know. at the airport. I was on a plane when this was being announced. I was on a plane with like a Mexican soccer team and like half black people are in the rest of the plane, and people oh, were geez. like yelling and going up and going on and on. And I was yeah. like, oh my god. Well, you know, he's you're just, good. You're just yeah. like no inheritance tax. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a ridiculous issue because, I mean, the death tax is actually a good thing. But, you know, um, no, we don't not. have to get into the minutia of it all. I will, I will only say that I'm sure everyone will look forward to the inauguration because a week after that, 
Trump University and Trump himself are in court for fraud. So that should be fun to watch, at least from a spectator like me. Otherwise, I'm going to enjoy watching some Westworld. You're right. I do have to catch up. I am. I will have to say, Matt, that I am a little sad that you told me that it just came out to be kind of a regular, uh, kind of a linear plot. Well, I wouldn't. I don't want to. Don't. I wouldn't not, call it not necessarily. Yeah. I mean, there's there's right. still Easter eggs everywhere, and it's right. it's def, there's definitely going to be some big reveals, but there there hasn't been. An, I, I'm not going to spoil. Well, anything we, how many episodes haven't. are left? Do you know off the top of your head? Uh, are we at set? We've had six, I think. Yeah, right I think now. I've only watched so four, I, I, so I've missed three. I think I think there's four more. I think it's a ten, four more. ten episode season. Yep. Okay. Okay. Cool. Cool. Yeah, we'll definitely talk about. Tiho, are you all caught up with Westworld? Uh, I did not watch uh, Sundays yet, but I'll, I'll, right. I'll definitely yeah, so peek that out. So we all need to out. get catched up. And yeah, I, yeah, I'm still, I'm still into it, man. I like it. I want to go. Oh, yeah, it, it's definitely to great. This oh, to I have actually to... happen. I want to be there. Do you guys disagree <laughs> with me? Like, Evan Rachel Wood has gotten, like, hotter as she's gotten older. I mean, honestly. Like, uh-huh. Because I, yeah. I, I think I saw her the other day. Yeah, Evan Rachel Wood. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, I just watched a movie with her in it when she was younger, and I was like, yeah, you know, she's she's pretty cute, but, man, she's kind of like she's hot i mean that that's my boss, I, i'm not gonna disagree yeah i'm trying to find see we can't agree on something um let's see that was, <laughs> March. That was pretty good um i don't i never watched true true Black. i'm trying to i should i should just told you i voted for hillary it's just so you <laughs> uh, i mean it would uh, just make I, things have, easier. I, have it made you feel uncomfortable about it i really don't want to you know oh no no yeah, I, so. I love it actually uh, I I honestly I try to talk about politics in a manner that's most acceptable for people. I don't like the dumbing down to like argue like pedantic arguments. Like I I think other people might talk with you, Matt, and kind of attack you. Whereas I oh I no, just actually like actually all my friends are liberals. I'm I'm just yeah. the only one. Okay. In the... Well, they're your friends too, so I'm sure they treat you with respect, yeah. right? I mean, you're not oh yeah, oh definitely some crazy person. You know, you're an individual. I mean, we're that... we're, we're friends now too, so yeah. So of course, I, well, hey, right, let's I've not been, let's not hey buddy, hey buddy, I don't let's not go too far here. You know, I'm See not your friend. friend. Yeah, no, no, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't find I can't find the movie where I just uh, you know I'm just going through this internet movie database list and i don't this is getting too meta for the audience they're just gonna hear me comment on me looking on internet movie database so that's kind of stupid anyhow um t-hole you do have some homework we need to figure out a new name for the show because we're we have to take the show into the off season and i don't want to name it a football podcast one there probably won't be much football news um so we need to come up with a name uh i guess matt you can help us out too at some point so um, all right cool I'll, I'll something sexy something hot yeah i'll keep something. in the that's the title right there. We're just going to name it Something Sexy, Something Hot. Ooh. What direction is the offseason going to go? <laughs> yeah. so just, tune in. It's... You better tune in, man. Um, but yeah, that's TV the show. talk? Yeah, I'm just meandering. Now. Yeah, we usually talk about, yeah, like T-Hole and I usually talk about uh, Game of Thrones because it usually lines up to where Game of Thrones starts in the middle of the offseason for football. So it's great. Yeah, but you this can't year... say goodbye. Yeah, but this year it's starting later because they had to, because the weather, they wanted to film. Uh, during darker lights, lighting schedules. Mm-hmm. Or oh yeah, I'm a I'm a Game of Thrones head too. Oh, actually, yeah, you'll love. Yeah, you'll love. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, our unreleased podcast with uh, T Hole back when me and Evan used to do. A yeah, podcast. I spent uh, eight hours of my night recording this incredible podcast, and it's still unreleased. That's crazy. I always maybe we your should podcast, have a T-hole. have a bidding war on it like the Wu Tang Clan album. 
It's <laughs> like the greatest exactly. hits. Hopefully yeah, so they're the same. Yeah, we usually just talk about shows. Charging. Um, yeah, we talk about shows. We talk about the movies. We talk about music. We talk about whatever. I don't know. It's just usually T Hole and I just bullshitting for an hour. I don't. Because we don't know what else to do with our lives, man. We gotta we gotta get one hour weekend of us time. And uh, but yeah, that's our show. I don't. Need, I should have ended it like fifteen minutes ago. But um, we'll consider this bonus material for our audience, like behind the scenes. Making uncut. of, yeah, uncut, raw and uncut. Uh, I we ju- I just described us as pieces of meat, so I just wanted to. Make that <laughs> um, thank you for joining us, Matt. Where can we reach you on Twitter, my man? Razball, you know how to spell that. Underscore MB. I hope. Yeah. All right, and T Hole, where where can we find you, buddy? Nowhere, apparently. It's emptiness. Man, I'm still. I need to check in on Twitter to see if they're. Yeah, you're not even on Twitter. I can if I don't. That's so funny. Like everyone, I they don't even contact T-Hole. I got I got messages from four or five of my writers last week. Where's T-Hole? Where's T-Hole? And I'm like, have you asked him? And they're like, no, he disappeared. So I text T-Hole. I'm like, dude, why did you disappear? And T-Hole's like, Whoa, what are you talking about? Why did you disappear, T-Hole? I think you owe us an explanation. I, I uh, was just taking up too much. I have a very addictive personality. It was just taking up... <laughs> way too much of my time. I get way too into it. I get way too uh, over the top. It just when it gets to a point where it's affecting my daily life, I thought I should take a step back. And uh, I... you know, it's it's the same thing with like uh, yeah, drinking or drugs for me. You know, like if I'm going to be drinking, it's going to be out of control. It's the same with Twitter. I just need to get to a place when I can just do a couple of tweets a day, kind of like Jay here. And just keep it moving like that. I just can't hold back. I can't. I got to tweet every 10 seconds during football games. It's like, it makes no sense. I got to relax. I'm I feel like it. I know I'm, nothing I'm about NBA this year since you're not on Twitter. Like, you would send out an NBA tweet every 10 seconds. And I'm like, oh, I kind of know a little something about it. Right. I've gotten a few nice comments. I am on Snapchat, Snapchat at Lordbeck, uh, dot com, or Yeah. And they, I have had some, some, uh, Concerned. Wait, whoa, whoa, what was that address again? We want to plug it correctly, man. For Snapchat. Lord Bedict. Bedict. Okay. Does pronunciation matter when you're typing it in? No. <laughs> All right. All right. That's our show. Uh, thank you for joining us for the last 20 minutes of useless bonus material. So I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, we'll be back next week. Hopefully, to talk some Westworld. Hopefully, to talk about some more football stuff. Not much is going on now. It's kind of a dead period because. I don't know. I mean. Fantasy football is kind of winding down. Not many people, you know, there are, there are good teams and there are bad teams, you know, so it happens. But stick with the show. We'll make things interesting for at least the first 20 minutes. And then we'll, yeah. we'll all go downhill from there. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even, and T-Hole knows this. I have no idea how to end shows, so I just kind of. It's my favorite part where we say we're going to stop and it goes another 45 minutes. That's yeah. my favorite thing about this show. Let's just <laughs> – Let's just keep it going. All right, the end. <laughs> the end. We're done. We're done. That's it. We're free. Okay. All right.